What's going on, everybody? It's Brees, and we're back at the Brooklyn Podcasting Studio for another episode of the What's Cooking Podcast. So today with me, I have a special guest, a special friend of mine. Uh, a lot of fans out there of the Flatbush Misdemeanor series might know her as Amaya, but uh, please welcome Miss Angela Catherine. Hi, guys. We put the, we put the sound effect in. <laughs> Thank you for having me. This is something we talked about like a while ago, so I'm happy you accepted my invitation. Of course. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm a little nervous, though, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> a little nervous? This is a little different from being on set. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you want me to speak for you then? Sure. Ask right. me away. All right, so uh, Angela, she's, as you guys know, uh, an actress. She has her own skincare uh, line right now that um, it's buzzing. She's uh, a swimmer, a big time swimmer. <clears throat> and she also has uh, uh, her new single just came out too. Uh, it's called Queen. It's on all streaming platforms. Right? Yeah, right? every streaming platform. Every streaming platform. So for all of you, I don't have Apple Music people. That's not an <laughs> excuse. Make sure you go run up those views. Right. So on right. Spotify, uh, Deezer, all of them unknown stuff, you could stream it, period. Yeah, you and heard it's that. Queen <laughs> with a K. A W E E N, but yeah. yeah, yeah. So the reason I brought Angela up here uh, is one because she's somebody I know that's very determined uh, to get things done, and she's a real hustler. And I feel like a lot of our guests up here—that's a common theme they all have, right? They're people that's very focused on their passions, and they really want to achieve their goals to the best of their ability, right? So uh, even though she's an actress, like I said, she's still an entrepreneur, right? She does many different things outside of just acting. And uh, for the most part, that's probably what we're going to speak about. But just a couple other things to highlight as well. Right. So uh, first question would be what really got you into acting? Um, so acting, I feel like I came out the womb dramatic. Um, <laughs> I feel like I always uh, had a fondness for it in church. I grew up singing in the choir. I grew up in the um, drama department, and I never really realized it was something I can have as a career until maybe, I want to say, maybe fifth grade when I got to see my first off-Broadway performance, and that was inspiring. To this day, I actually reconnected with the actor who... Uh, came to our school and did that whole production and now he's on Broadway as well so like off Broadway meets Broadway and that all that inspiration and seeing the representation I felt like this was something that I could achieve then in high school I won my first um, production of Sing it's basically a student run or show that everyone directs choreographs acts and everything and for years they would not let me act until one year I demanded it and I walked in that room and ever since I've just been acting my booty off and fast forward <laughs> went to college um got mentored or I would say like inspired by Lorenzo call him Rennie or Rennie on yeah y'all right. know yeah. uh Lorenzo shout out to him and he just made it clear to me that this is something that if you're passionate about, you can do it. And I have just been doing it ever since. I graduated with my BFA in acting from 2020. In 2020, during the pandemic, boo, I did not get to graduate. I was sick. But it's okay because the Oscars are going to be my graduation okay. ceremony. So I'm excited about picture. that. Exactly. Bigger <laughs> picture. I need the hope. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah. So from there, I was on lockdown. I had my showcase at home, I had to learn how to record, I had to learn how to edit, I had to learn sound, all of that. And so, yeah, from there, I got my agent. 
got the audition. The rest was history. Yeah, so I think I speak for a lot of the viewers at home when I say when it comes to acting, it's like we don't really mesh well. Like it's something that, you know, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people can relate to this. It was more so just the elementary school plays, the middle school mm -hmm. plays. Yeah. Uh, it's actually funny. My cousin, like I know he did a high school graduate, like a high school musical as <sighs> their like graduation thing it was That's mandatory sweet. and he uh, he loved it but at the same time he, he didn't like it at first but it's like he liked more so the story yeah. than the actual play but you know so it's it's not so it's not easy i'll tell you that it's not something easy it's not the rejection itself is what deters a lot of people because from that that moment of like going to see that broadway show anybody could be like oh my god that's scary why would you want to do that but i don't know i always felt comfortable on the stage so it just translated well on film and honestly Forget that fear. Like, I can't curse on this, right? Mm, no, okay, I won't. Okay, no, I won't. But don't, don't, go crazy. <laughs> don't allow the fear to hold you back. And I feel like I'm the type of person, I was always competitive. I was a professional swimmer before I was heavy on acting. So I'm like, nah. They telling me I can't do it? Watch me do it, you know? <laughs> so just have that mindset and yeah. Yeah, funny story for me. I remember I was in first grade. Uh, it was... Was it Goldilocks and the Three Bears, right? Oh the one with the porridge? That was yes. Goldilocks, right? I remember uh, it was funny because I was, like, very open and very, like, outspoken and very popular. So uh, they casted me as a Papa Bear, of course. <laughs> but i never been in front of... I've never been on stage. So it was the first I was ever been in front of a public audience doing, like, public speaking. And I was so shy. I had stage fright. It's like this kid that was always smiling, always talking to everybody in class was, like, Wait, I was really? just. Hmm? I said, really? Yeah, I was just like, like literally, like you see, my head is like down like this. I'm just now, like mad dance. dry with my uh, lines. I'm just like. So I used to yeah. dance. So I felt like once you go on stage, you can't really see anybody. No, the you lights, can't. like the lights, and and those lights up there, they're hot. Like they're yes. really hot. So being in costume and stuff, I'm like, yes. the last thing I could think about is like the people. The people. I'm like, everybody looks like little, little, little ants. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sorry. No, I mean, in my defense, it was like, it was in the school cafeteria. So like, mm -hmm. I went to PS 135. So it was like in the school cafeteria. Uh, we were in like kindergarten, first grade, whatever. So I feel like I know that school 135. 135. Where's that out again? Oh, uh, it's two buildings. So like, I don't know if it's still like that, but when I went there, it was like, up to second grade, you were like, um, on Linden. No, that's that's the other one. Mm. That's the one after second figured, grade. Yeah, the other one, uh, next to Naz. I don't, I don't, I think we're at, downtown. No, Nazareth High School. No, Naz, Nazareth. Listen, I can't it's even been a while. I don't, I don't remember the address. I think like, yeah. very far, very far. Somewhere, school. I have no clue. Yeah, it was literally right across the street. But back to the stage mm -hmm. and the lights, I feel like that's what you need to do like drown them out mm -hmm. and like use that to your advantage because when them lights hit you're not thinking about nothing else but just enjoying the ambience you know you can't even see up you there. can't see so it's like okay they came to see you what you gonna do put on a show or you gonna flake mm -hmm. not not saying you know three-year-old Fabrice wasn't flaky or not I'm not saying no, that but you know <laughs> but I can relate to that because um I used to go to this um dance school called um Abundance mm -hmm. Academy of the Arts um and we performed at the King's Theater but like there was this one number and I don't know my confidence was not there I cried like a baby before I got one that stage. I was like, I can't do it. King's <laughs> Theater is huge. <laughs> I would have cried my damn self. I was, like, I was like, okay. 
don't, the lights don't drown out King's and, Theater either. No, they don't. And those <laughs> lights were even more intense mm-hmm. because we were, before we got to the King's Theater stage, we were dancing um at Prospect Heights. So, you know, the regular school lights. No, those lights. I'm like, yeah. All these famous people stepped on these days. I'm here. I'm like, oh my gosh. But when I went out there, again, I couldn't see anything. So I was just like doing my dances. I and, love it. And then it was done. And people was like, you did a beautiful job. You made me cry. I was uh-huh. like, do you know, I cried before I got out there. That's the reception. That's what we do yeah. it for. The people's reception and like feeling like, yo, I, you touched me. Right. I, I'm going through something in the house and just seeing you move really moved me. It, that's the inspiring part. And meanwhile, they don't even know what you had to go through Boom. to even get to that spot. Talk about and they it. They don't even know what's still going in your head at Talk the moment. About like, it. Oh my God, did I miss a step? Did my mother see me? Is are they even here? Yep. It's <laughs> a they lot. Catch that on video. It's a lot that goes into it. Like yeah. the arts, I love. I love the arts. The performers, they different. I feel like they're the most courageous people because you're already picking an industry that's not popular, that mm-hmm. some people say is oversaturated, that's very heavy on rejection. So we went in, period. <laughs> so Fabrice mentioned that you're on Flatbush Misdemeanor. Yes. First of all, I love that show. Oh, you watch it? I yes. do watch it. So I'm looking at you, I'm like, oh my God, she looks familiar. <laughs> and I'm like, that's where I saw yeah. you. So how is it working on set and m- memorizing lines and stuff like that? Like, how is the whole TV production experience? So I am classically trained in theater Mm -hmm. like classically trained whatever that means but something about tv is amazing like i love faking it and then seeing it on like the 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 product of your imagination come into life Mm -hmm. i feel like it's similar like this you know the lights are insane but it's more of a realistic set and so the sets are insane so you already feel like you're in this world mm-hmm. um the costume oh my god i love the costume and the makeup and the hair that's my favorite part of course because it just brings you all together with the character and when you're on set you're not really thinking about being on set because it's what you train for right you've done the ten thousand hours now you just execute so you get in your call time is probably maybe 5 a.m you get in the car, they drive you to set, boom. Now, because of COVID, you have the COVID test. So, mm-hmm. boom. Once you're cleared for that, you get into hair, makeup, or frip. Then you start the rehearsal process of the line. So, they give you the script maybe a week in advance, and you don't really get to rehearse unless you call the scene partner. Unless that happens, you're, rehe- you're rehearsing the day you shoot. So, whatever you see, they literally probably just threw that together. Wow. That's a little secret. But um, we rehearse and then we take it take by take. I want to say for Flatbush, we haven't really surpassed 10 takes. I feel like we do like the wide, which mm-hmm. is like this. And then we do the close ups and then maybe like the coverage of the over the shoulder or different things like that. But I I love it. It's it's like working with family. It feels like home because I'm from Flatbush, mm-hmm. born and raised Flatbush, Brooklyn. And in my slate, actually, when I was auditioning, I was like born, raised and based in Flatbush, Brooklyn. <laughs> wow. And I remember the director was like, yo, I don't know what you did, but that it was just it. And I was like, period. V.U., you know what I'm saying? Right. But it's just it's, it's a breath of fresh air to just be on set and just get paid to do what you love. I enjoyed it. I hope that answered your question. I'm rambling. Yeah. <laughs> now, another question. Do you even feel like you're acting on the show yeah, since you're from Flatbush? That. 
I do feel like I'm acting to a certain extent because my character is outlandish. Like, she's wild. And I'm like her to a certain extent, but now I have to play it up more. So now I have to essentially be more birdie. And I love that because (laughs) why not? Like, I get to be that girl and um but it honestly doesn't feel like acting because the language is so familiar Mm -hmm. and they give you a chance to play so i would say like five times out of the ten times i'm improving or i'm riffing off of what they give me because i'm from there i know this doesn't sound right if it's written a certain way so i'm like hey can i play with this they like angela do what you do we love you (laughs) do what you do and i'm like thank you and yeah it's, it's it's amazing i don't feel like i'm acting at all Honestly. So how is it watching the episodes back now? Oh, my God. <laughs> so I don't get to see every single uh, scene that's shot. Mm-hmm. So I particularly enjoy the scenes that I'm not in because I get to follow the story like a regular person. But then when I get on the stage, I'm like, I mean, when I get on the screen, I shock myself because I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm in this. I forgot. <laughs> and it's like you're just watching yourself and. It's just, it's it's surreal. I can't explain it. I I find myself being stuck on the rewind button every single time because you can't get over that feeling. This is what you worked for. Right. This is what people wait 15 years for straight out of school. I got this and I'm blessed for that. So I just take it in and I'm just grateful. And I'm just, I'm hungry to see myself more on different roles and different right. characters. And girl... I it's can't wait just, to see you out there. <laughs> it's, it, I can't explain it. I, I, It's unexplainable. But I feel like every actor out there, keep going. Because them no's, will get, they will get you. But that one yes, it's there for life. We're making history right now. Or her story right, right. now, you know? And I'm just happy I get to tell my kids about it and get to show them, you know? This what you That's your mom. Yeah, right. That's your mom. days. I was on a little show. <laughs> So outside of Flatbush Misdemeanors, what other projects have you done? So my first big gig was Sexy Beasts on Netflix. That was reality, though. So that was me dating someone in full prosthetic costumes. Like I did that during the pandemic as well, right after I graduated. And that experience was amazing. I wanted to get a feel of how to what it is like to be in front of the camera, what it's like to be on a big a production that has like a huge budget because it's different than the f- student films that I did or it's different from the little projects that I've done. And so I was on that. That was filmed in London, um, two-week quarantine. Then we shot. It was amazing. That experience was nuts. That actually, I had like a, you know, spiritual journey for that. So that was interesting. And now... Fast forward, I did Flatbush, and now I'm getting ready to do um, Lady in the Lake on Apple TV. So that's going to be very fun. That's a period piece now. So now you do, you now get to see me, you know, be a little ratchet, a little one, too. Now I'm going back to 1966. Mm. So Baltimore, 1966. Um, that's that's starring versatility. Uh, period, versatility yeah, versatility. I'm excited for that. Natalie Portman, Moses Ingram, Elon Noel, like heavy hitters mike epps gonna be in that i'm excited it's still surreal still setting in but i'm I'm, I'm excited you're like i can't even believe i'm here yeah i'm excited (laughs) like i'll be on sets like the other day i was on the set of the late show 
didn't know who anybody was but i'm like no you guys are like you guys are notable faces and i'm like googling and i'm just like wow to look at me from 2020 the girl who was going through all of that to fast forward now i'm just like keep going keep that keep the faith keep the hope keep god first but like stay on that path because if it's for you it's gonna be for you you know but yeah i'm excited tune into that too that's gonna be crazy so what would you say are like the hardest and the easiest things when it comes to acting for you personally the hardest things uh is dealing with other people and their hate other people and their negativity Mm -hmm. um especially people who you thought are supposed to be in your corner a lot of people switch up on you a lot of people come out the woodwork they're like hey friend remember this i don't remember nothing because where were you when i was shooting in the gym nowhere to be found so I feel like that's the hardest part because I'm such a like a person, person's person, and I love people. But I'm starting to learn the hardest part is obtaining your peace and keeping that peace, no matter how many people you lose in the process. The easiest thing is getting up and doing and just coming and being and just being authentic and genuine. Um, honestly. I have tough skin. I'm from Brooklyn, Flatbush specifically. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things that people find as an issue, it rolls off my skin. Like I was a professional swimmer. I've dealt with racism to the 99. Like it's it's a very hard industry to deal with as a black woman in particular. But ain't nothing prayers and the lord can't fix you know and just exactly keeping holding the tongue i feel like that yeah i feel like those are the the main things but yeah yeah so like a lot of actors and actresses they tend to give credit to their influences in life mm-hmm. would you say that you have somebody that inspired you uh mama viola viola davis love her octavia spencer <laughs> love her um but more so in my life, I feel like my mom first. She, I, I watched her work so hard, like seven jobs, trying to keep food on the table. Like, I feel like my aunts, my family, they just, oh, I come from a family of hard workers. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they are my real life inspirations. But yeah, Viola, Octavia, uh, Love Me Some, Gabrielle Union, Megan Good. I'm definitely forgetting some. Of course, Lupita, who was supposed to be on the last project but she's not anymore so i'm sad about that but yeah i anybody black <laughs> Issa ray i just i love my black people you know my favorite is angela bassett oh oh my god sorry angela how could i forget the she's goal. number one yeah i'm <laughs> like whoa my name. bad we do got the <laughs> same, same name oh my god <laughs> she, she's number one for me i watch her show 911 <gasps> I'm always crying watching that show like I a baby. I have to watch that. What? I love that her, show is her earlier things. Yeah. I'm going to watch it now because I, I think I have that on my list to watch. But I'm talking like, I think she was amazing. Stella got her groove. Like, all of the early things, she was amazing in. Mm-hmm. So, damn, how did I forget Angela? My bad, Angela. Don't kill me. <laughs> I hope she don't see this. <laughs> She's probably going to see this. <laughs> so tell us about your skincare line. I'm interested yes. to know. How did you get into skincare? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so during the pandemic, the pandemic was a pivotal moment for me in mm-hmm. life. I think I grew up. The veil was unleashed. You know, the whole, you know, world, our veil was 
you know, uncovered, you know, mm-hmm. the racism, the systemic, you know, things put in place for us. And so I was stuck in the house, bored in the house, and I was in the house bored. And I'm like, how can I make money? Because I was also a lifeguard at the time. Right. And I was also passionate about teeth and skincare, but also passionate about natural things in mm-hmm. Africa and Mother Earth and, you know, my spirituality or whatever. So I'm like, you know what? I'm trying to battle this acne that I have. Let me work on myself, you know, work on my inside so I can shine bright out. And so I was tired of seeing my dark spots and my acne. And so I was like, okay, let me get to it. So I did a lot of research and I figured out that the best products for me were natural products, was natural soaps, organic oils, Mm -hmm. organic everything. And so I came up with Akin by Catherine and it's been going good ever since we make our own well i make the soap (laughs) the oils um lash oils hair oils we have a new shampoo coming out that's um the first prototype from the line Mm -hmm. all organic raw lip glosses and custom made orders whatever you need i got you because i feel like a lot of these markets are they are designed to get us to buy their products but they're not good for us they're not at all like a lot of stuff dries out your skin to the point like you're ashy yes looking yeah and your skin is cracking stripping you of the moisture that's natural sebum that we have Mm -hmm. it's it's the worst and i was doing a lot of research and i don't know if you guys watch what the health no is that what it's called what the health um it was on it's, it's on hbo or talked about the makeup industry and all of that extra stuff it was just it was the push i needed and now I have a kin by Catherine. <laughs> so how did you figure out what materials went, which, which uh, sorry, what ingredients mm-hmm. went, went together? Oh, God, I can't talk. Sorry, I feel you, I though. Talk. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> and basically what worked, what didn't work. And what was your first product that you started off with? Yeah. Like, so I feel like this was like years in the making all my life. Like I said, I had acne. So what worked for me is what's in my line. Mm -hmm. So the first uh, product that I came out with was my lip glosses. Mm -hmm. I was a fan of lip glosses since I was young. I used to be the little girl that took the whole bag of lip glosses and brought it to school for fun just to try them. So I was like, okay. I started with my raw shea butter um, uh, lip glosses. And from there, we did our um, lash oils. We did our hair oils. And then we transitioned to making our black soaps. Mm -hmm. And now our black soaps um, shampoo. I actually haven't figured out what I'm going to call it yet. But um, it's everything serves multiple purposes. The hair oil is also skin oil. So it's... I have also like glitter shimmery oils. I actually didn't bring that today, but all of it stems from like a life trying to figure out how to get better skin and how to take care of myself fully. Cause I don't know, I always had a connection with the earth and mm-hmm. like being one with the earth. So and I'm on like, top of that, we're not really taught how to take care of our skin and our hair too that's a whole oh girl another thing but you you have the hair care stuff so like i'll tell you a quick story like i used to perm my hair and i colored it Mm. did all this craziness and i had to do the big chop my hair was damaged it was bad like 
I went in the bathroom, I wet my hair, I cut it off. I wanted it to be a personal thing. My mom was like, I was like, no, I want to cut my hair off myself. And then it started growing back. So I started off like using Shea Moisture. Oh my God. And what I was doing, I was like slapping conditioner in the back of my head. <laughs> Like when I got braids and stuff like that, just slapping it there. Mm -hmm. And then my hair started growing. Yes. And once it started growing, it was like, okay, I'm never going back to the, the yes. perm again. Ah, so I also started to like back. look and research and stuff like that. I got a wig on now. That's because I, I don't feel like doing my hair. I feel you. But <laughs> hair covering. I'm glad like I learned this now. We're learning this now. So like when I have kids and when I have yes. children, I mean like, all right, I know what to do and what not to do. Exactly. And that's just like feel like our parents, they did the best that they could. They did. But they knew. They did. So it's just like, all right, but all that stuff, I'm reading the ingredients of the yeah. stuff they put out here. All these sulfates and yeah. this fates and that all, all that's alcohol. And it's like drying out your hair. It all stemmed from slavery and though, the, the European too. century. Huh? Mm -hmm. No, I'm like the oleums, like petroleum jelly and yes. stuff like that. Like, yes. Oleum, anything that sounds like yes. gasoline or yeah, got, something yeah. that yeah. belongs in the chemistry class. Do yeah. not put that in your hair. <laughs> but we we just didn't know better because we were following the whites. Mm -hmm. You know, that European century. Mm -hmm. Even the stuff that was for black hair, kinky. Nope. You no. even Shea Moisture. I'm not coming for y'all. Don't come for me. But look at the ingredients. You'd yeah, they be very changed. surprised. I stopped using them because they yeah. changed their products. Yeah. I use this um black owned company. They're called Yadin's Cultural Solutions. Ooh, I'm gonna look into them. <sighs> yeah. And I know this stuff is good because it has an expiration date. Good. That's that's how you know it's all natural. My stuff and, and I didn't pay attention. I didn't follow instructions. I was supposed to store my hair, my hair cream. In a cool area, mm. it molded. I had to throw it out. <gasps> oh, no. So in the wintertime, it gets really hot in my room. So I opened it. It looked like a science experiment. I was like, oh, Not the science It looked experiment. like a science experiment. That's what my mother says when we leave food in too long. She's like, you don't take it out. It's going to turn into a science project. <laughs> it was a science project growing in my room. I had to throw it out. Oh, my god! But that stuff, like my hair, because I have 4C hair. Like, Same. I always say it's the original black people's Come hair texture. Mm -hmm. Got the kitchens in the back. Yo, the kitchen is cooking right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, when I shampoo my hair with this stuff, the carrot oil shampoo, my hair wasn't dry. That's I'm like, how that's you how know. you know this stuff's good. Yes. But I'm ready to try yours. Oh, yes. I'm sort of supporting black-owned everything because we know how to deal with our hair. Exactly. Like, we need to normalize that. And I'm I'm so happy these black-owned companies are coming out now because mm -hmm. I'm like, I will give you my business. Because at the end of the day, y'all know what y'all doing. And y'all exactly. have our interests at heart. And I'm seeing results. Like, my hair, grew, my hair is, like, almost down my back somewhere. Okay. But it, it's growing. It's it took some time, but... Learning how to do that. And my friend also makes this hair oil. She's a hairstylist. Mm. Because I feel like a lot of stylists, they, they're big on the hairstyle. But a lot of people are not big on hair care. Yes. So even though I got my hair underneath these wigs, my friends make sure she's braiding it properly. So yeah. it's not too tight so they're not popping on my edges. And oiling it so it's actually growing and retaining the length. With anything, mental health, everything, your foundation needs to be mm -hmm. stable. And if you don't have a healthy foundation, girl... What you coloring, chopping, braiding your hair for? Like, you exactly. know what I mean? But yeah, it all stems down to taking care of what we're naturally made with. And that's like skin mm -hmm. and makeup. Because I, I do makeup. Mm -hmm. But I your have to... so beat. I love Thank it. Thank you. 
I had to really, you know, start getting in tune with my skincare because my makeup was looking a little ashy. My skin was looking a little choppy and flaky. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm not about to be sitting here for hours trying to edit a picture. Yeah. I don't know how to edit. But I've, I figured, like, I found that when I was working at this makeup counter, my skin was the best because I was constantly making sure I got all the dirt and stuff out of my face versus when I wasn't wearing makeup every day and I was just being lazy, maybe wash my face here and there. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, okay, no, yeah, you're playing yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm sure a lot of men uh, that's watching this want to know, do you have any products for us? Absolutely. <laughs> so, for my, my gentlemen, that oil, the hair oil and the body oil has been really good for connecting beards. So, I had Why one friend. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> So I know y'all out there struggling with <laughs> connecting beards. Right. Tune in. <laughs> My friend, like, he was having issues trying to connect the sides. And then he was like, yo, bro, let me get some oil. I'm like, I don't really know if it's good for the with the beards, but hey, try it out. He tried it out a week later. He said, bro, what's that? <laughs> I'm like... It's connected. <laughs> I'm about to so, yeah. for my brother. Absolutely. It's no, it's it's universal. Everyone can use it. Everyone can use the shampoo. Everyone can use the man, listen, y'all better copy. Even the lip glosses. I know it's in a lip gloss container, but it's really good for like chap lips. You know what I'm saying? A lot of Can't you be guys, kissing no girl with no chap lips. Like, Some people, my that. smokers, I know. You just gotta exfoliate and throw the little shape, you know, shade lip gloss on there. She'll love you forever. Trust me. And I yeah. feel like, yeah. guys, I don't know what's up with y'all. I was just fucked. Why I, I don't think guys wash their face? Like, <laughs> okay, do this that's stuff. Not what I was gonna say. Like, no, because it's a lot. It's common what guys are like, oh, I'm not I doing that. Do that. Oh, that's for girls. I'm like, bro. I don't need to exfoliate. No, nah, y'all be I'm surprised. Like, what? Y'all be surprised. Men actually do take it. Like, they, they're they into this stuff. Yeah, like, they do, yeah. Especially, like, the waivers. Like, I'll be honest with you. I remember back when, like, Waving was like the trend. Mm-hmm. Like people used to have like this was back when like people were making Facebook groups for everything, and people used to make like wave groups. Like I the, all the that. people that used to have like their profile pictures, like, I remember you know, that. like the angle, the phone right here, the sponsorships here. and stuff. They were they were in these group chats like going back like fighting over here, mm-hmm. like beefing over here, and like. <laughs> I'm glad you guys taking it seriously though. Yeah, because yeah, like like the like it is funny too because it's like I'm listening to both of y'all like. You know, really like bond over, you know, like, oh, I, yeah, but it's like, a real thing. yeah, it's yeah, a real thing. Because it's like with uh, the black men, it's just like people used to beef to be like, oh, this guy, he took my product, he copied it, he just threw like one extra ingredient. And like people, like I'm saying, mm. like these guys are going back and forth, back and forth. Some of them on YouTube beefing like over products, brushes. Really? Yes. Like, it's, it was it was crazy. I remember that. You they know, still do. Yeah. But us I had to leave like, all those groups. You... I was like, these are too toxic. <laughs> yeah. Because they have sponsorships with it. They get paid to promote. So it's do-rags, it's the wave brushes, and but it's the everything. some of them everything. create, too. Yeah, that, too. But they that's content. the thing, too. Some of them just take, like, someone else's product and slap their own tag mm-hmm. on it. But I'm not, I'm not going to put another... anybody on blast. <laughs> that's Capitalism. a whole another conversation. Capitalism. Like, when making your own product, I feel like it needs to be authentic. Like, yeah. That's why, like, I see people create these edge control, these wig glue stuff. I'm like... It's Y'all the, are ordering them thank wholesale you. and slapping a sticker. Thank you. But trying to figure out, you know, because my friend, she does hair. So she's in my wigs and she bought a, from a company mm-hmm. that does that. And I was like, 
This wig ain't sticking. Exactly. I don't know what's in there. They use this watered down product because it's so accessible to everybody. Mm -hmm. I'm like, nah, take me back to Ghost Mon. Take me back to the yeah. original stuff that we use because yeah. those are the real deals and they have their own formulas. Mm -hmm. This watered down Elmer's glue crap, <laughs> I don't know what y'all put in, but it's not working. I'm telling you, quick capitalism will destroy us it and is. our edges. And, and it's because it's so accessible. You could go on Alibaba, Come on. AliExpress. Yep. I'm not yep. knocking Trust me, it. The men know too. But it's very. Yeah. It's, I mean, I mean I'm not secrets. knocking it, but I don't think you should use that for every, everything. Because yeah. I see real people like this lady. She goes overseas to India and sources her bundles. Oh, wow. Like when I was in school, like I went to Fashion Institute of Technology. Our different industries, like they were traveling on foot, wow. going to these factories, getting these formulas. Whoa. Yeah, like so they was about they. They business. was about their business. I like wish a lot of people should, do. Huh? Like you're saying, stealing people's no, ideas. Or? No, not stealing people's ideas. Going to the factories and getting the formulas, making mm -hmm. their own formulas, meeting with the oh, factory okay. workers. They, you know, they had to do like a walkthrough to make sure there's no sweatshops yeah. going on. It's a whole big thing. Like yeah. a lot of my professors, like, oh, I'm going to China for two days, huh? Yeah, it's a business. I'm going coming right back. Like that that's how they live. And I yeah. feel like if you're serious about your product and not trying to make a big buck, you need you are going to make the extra steps and go there. Like yeah. there's a distributor in London I wanted to go to for my clothing line, but it it was the pandemic. I was like, if the planes were open, I was getting on my flight to London and coming right back. It's only exactly. a six hour flight. Yeah. So exactly. like you really gotta do the groundwork with your stuff because you don't you don't want the same thing as everybody else. And then it was watered down, people gonna complain about it and bring it back. A lot of people don't have moral standards. A lot they of people don't. just they just want the quick buck. And I'm like, you can tell. Don't just don't give them your business. If right. you know that, don't support them. And eventually, hopefully they'll everyone will get get it together. But yeah, I feel like I'm going to kind of sway away from the topic, but kind of stay on track. Mm -hmm. So one thing I wanted to do is definitely uh, compliment you on your marketing when it comes yeah. to your brand, because I feel like, you know, you really make your brand look like this is this is happiness. Like people go on your page. They don't just see before and after pictures. They don't just see like, you know, results. They don't just see packaging. They see photo shoots. Mm -hmm. They see, you know, just just like I said, happiness, like sunlight. You know, you take a lot of uh, very good pictures Thank in terms you. of, like, the quality, uh, the, the shoots as well. Like, you know, you have very bright colors all the time. And, you know, you have a lot of trees. Like you said, you're into nature. You have a lot of flowers mm -hmm. and things like that. And being that you're an actress as well, uh, it's I, I could see, like, where the connection is because I feel like image is definitely something key for you. Absolutely. I feel like the way that you... I'm not trying to sell. And that's a, another reason why... Well, I've kind of taken a break from the Instagram page because of the acting, but I'm going to be back. Don't worry. But a lot of people are trying to sell and try to market and promote. I feel like I'm just trying to show people, like, just be good to yourself and goodness will come and goodness will follow. And surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life and you'll be all right. But I just want people to feel the love that I put into my products mm -hmm. and hopefully, you know, show people love as well or like, you know, just... I don't know, create a domino effect, you know? Yeah, like, because you really market it like a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. We, we're we all akin, and that's where the name comes from. We're all one. Like, we don't understand that. We as humans, we love to check boxes and love to separate ourselves and segregate ourselves. We are all human, period. So that's the essentially where the idea sparked from. Yeah, that was actually going to be my follow-up question. What? The name? No, like, yeah, like oh. the inspiration behind the name or whatnot. Yeah, I was like... 
what's African? And I was going to name it some African thing. But I'm like, nah, nobody's going to understand that. So I was like, okay, what does it mean to be together? And I was doing my research and Akin just came to me. And I was like, Akin, A-K, Angela Catherine. Okay, so how can I all tie it together? And yeah, Akin by Catherine was born. Yes. It's really a message. And I can picture it. Your name Angela A. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm praying that, you know, I do a little Robin Fenty on them, you know, when I'm up there, but with good products. Because that Fenty also is another thing that is upsetting because their products sometimes break people out. And people are trusting in Rihanna and, you know, the corporation to give them high-end products. But when that... Oh my, oh my gosh, That's yes. All I use the fat water. Well, I don't know about the makeup, but like oh, the, the things, the skin care things. I always thought about buying it, but I never was able to buy it. Look at the products. Look at the ingredients. So I'll say this. I don't really know about ingredients. Mm-hmm. It's trial and error. Mm-hmm. I don't really have allergies to yeah. a lot of things, but I do know two products. I think it was like this L'Oreal mm-hmm. and I think mixed with some other products. I don't know, a science project happened on my face. It burnt my skin. <laughs> I mixed two products. It was like this L'Oreal, I forgot, something, I don't know. Two mm. makeup products. I don't, I use them both separately, but when they, whatever was in it, when it came together, together it was like, Phew. And that's the thing. It burnt my skin. I was like. And that's what happened to me. And I vowed never. Clarisel, Noxema, all of them, never again, because that's exactly what they do. They don't work well together. So you using one thing and then use another one and then you f- your skin up. Girl, never again. Chemicals. Yeah. Chemical reactions. Yes. Science project. Science project. That's what you need to get with the... Science project. Get with the all natural ingredients. It's about to be 2023. We're not about to be dying over no Fenty. (laughs) I'm not a rapper, though. (laughs) So what's the um, shelf life, you think, for your products? They don't expire. They don't expire? No. They're all natural oils. Argan oil. Well, I'm not even going to tell the secrets. Nah, but... Mm -hmm. But <laughs> technical difficulties. <laughs> That's how you know we it's real. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the only thing that has a shelf life is my Akin Elixir. And that's made of all natural aloe. That's the that? main ingredient. So so for people who struggle like I did with dark spots, mm-hmm. sunburn, um, hyperpigmentation, I have an elixir that's made made with the base ingredient of aloe Mm -hmm. all natural so it's not no aloe gel like i make it from scratch and that has i think i want to say a two to three month shelf life okay but that's yeah but that's still like really good for a product that's just staying in your fridge with no preservatives because those preservatives are what break people out and we don't really realize that Mm. so you see those there's always a label of like 24 m that means it can only last for like 24 months, but they have so many preservatives, that's why it can last for two years. You're going to make me start reading the labels and everything Girl, now. you need to. I'm <laughs> telling you, please, please. It'll say, save a life. I did learn a lot. I was working at Dwayne Reed one mm-hmm. time. Not one time. And <laughs> like one uh, time. In 2018, I was working at Dwayne Reed at this makeup counter. It was a really, really nice one in Williamsburg. So they trained us on like the, the 10 steps, the 10 step skincare routine exfoliate and that stuff works yeah i mean it takes a lot of time so i try to make sure i do it at least once a week when i'm working but i'm not working so twice a week while i'm off 
and it works. Yes. And your skin, I'm looking at your skin. Your skin I'm is I'm looking at your skin, y'all. Like, no, oh but your skin with God. no makeup, I'm like. But your skin with makeup, your foundation is flawless. You have you. no bumps, no pimples, no black spots, no nothing. Girl, like, get into this. Can she making you blush, y'all. Can we get a close-up? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm but see, serious. I'm going to go live and do a whole makeup tutorial. Because I, I feel like it. I feel like women... They should at least know how to do their own makeup when yes. they go out. And yes. I don't even want to charge people because I don't, I don't care about that. I just want to do it. Because yeah. so many people ask me how you do this, how you do that. So I'm going to go live soon and I do like it. a whole makeup tutorial and like let people ask me questions and stuff like that. Not only that, people need to learn how to do their own facials. I do my mm -hmm. own facials, like especially when I'm coming closer to a shoe. Learning how to properly exfoliate, how to properly mask, steam. It's it's very oh, yeah, inexpensive, I got my but steamer. it's... Yes. During the pandemic. Yes. My I got my little her. vacuum too. I didn't get a stimmy, so my mom used her stimmy ah! to get me a steamer and a hairdryer. I had a whole, a a whole salon in my room. <laughs> I'm not sure. I might have to be come doing back. Her hair for free. Right. <laughs> oh, I got man. you. Well, I know I don't know how to do hair. I could I, I could deep condition some hair. Yeah. I could wash hair. I could tell you what to put in it. And I could do I did somebody's facial the other day. Yeah. Yep. I do I do my braids. I do my hair. I try to do everything because I'm, like, trying to be an independent person. I don't like depending on you people. you a braid? Please. Girl, I got you. I can't cornrow. You got to get a dolly head. Get you a dolly head first, then we could talk. I had. I used to have them. Y'all remember the Brad stalls yes. with the big head? Brad's genie magic. Yeah, that's my favorite. I used to, first of all, but I was fancy. I was doing layers and curling. Oh, hair. yeah, you. I was, like, giving them real Hollywood glam. Forget I wasn't the trying braids. to do no <laughs> Forget the cornrows. I quit on the braids. I couldn't figure it out. And my mom didn't know how to braid either. Oh, no. I was like, why you don't know how to braid? That's the first person that taught I me, my mother. I used to be so jealous of the other kids. The other kids would have the lemonade braids, the zigzag. I had some... Four parts ah, in. You get a little bump bumps, and that's it. The little, you know, the little rolly. And then when <laughs> my cousins, tubs. like, they got a little older and they knew how to braid, they started to hook me up the braids. That's But good. then I got older, too. I'm like, I don't want to be in middle school with braids now. <laughs> then I got a perm, and I was feeling myself. But feel now I'm going back to braids. The braids is coming back. The, oh, the, them crisscross yes. braids they used to do on me. They're yes. coming back. They come back crazy. in style. Like, my mom said, history repeats itself. Yeah. It's true. It's true. I'm going back to braids. Screw this way. The it's 70s is coming. Everything coming back. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. So, for those of you that don't know, Angela's a pretty talented singer. Oh my gosh. So you yeah. do everything. What don't you do? <laughs> She's Superwoman. Drugs. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wait, kidding. Wait. wait, 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 wait. We're not going to act like <laughs> that just didn't happen. No, it's a joke. It's a joke, guys. They say I'm funny. They say I'm funny. I be joking. She's right. <laughs> I'm mids. Um, no, but um, wait, what was the question? I'm no, sorry. I, well, I just brought up that you're a pretty good singer. Oh, thank and you. And I've actually heard some of her unreleased. So I'm I'm pretty special, oh, right? Yes, very so. very special. I'm <laughs> so, excited to drop that. Yeah, I was gonna say. So, like, do you have any upcoming music coming up to follow up your single? I do have upcoming music. Um, right now, like, I'm not trying to make an excuse, but the acting is taking priority. But I am traveling soon, so I'm hoping to start shooting um, for my single. I tried coming out soon. But that's like a whole different single. My first one was a rap. So this one's going to be more of the R&B soulful side. Just to get my feet wet in figuring out who I want to be as an, a musician. Because it's hard, right? You got to have like 
people say that you have to have this one box that you fit in. I feel like I don't fit in that box. So right now is my time to just experiment, figure out what it is. But it's going to be a treat. I'm very excited for people to yeah, hear that one. I'm going to definitely use that song for the intro and outro. Yes, I'm yeah. excited. I'm excited. But yeah, So I was going to ask, um, and so, yeah, so on the music tip, I was going to ask, so when it came to the Queen shoot, you don't see like a kin, a kin by Catherine through that. Like, I feel like the image of like what you had going on, like, uh -huh. you know, you had the gold, everything, and you had, you know, like the queen image. Mm -hmm. it, I feel like it kind of goes with your brand. So you definitely saw a kin all throughout. People were like putting on lip glosses, and I had my a kin by Catherine lip gloss so on. That's definitely in good there. marketing, too. Right. But um, I did another feature with another artist and we actually used the akin line in that music video so i kind of didn't want to be redundant but you did see remnants of um akin in there but going going further i think i'm gonna that's actually really smart i think i'm gonna um just randomly have like a oil bottle yeah, even, cut <laughs> yeah i didn't even know you had another video i thought i thought that was like your first one like your debut no, no, no. That is my debut. Mm -hmm. But before my debut, I had like a feature mm -hmm. with a, a artist friend of mine. And we had that whole concept of like, you know, the black couple just uh, in the house being amazing. And you'll see it. it's called Lovely by Mateo Cloud. It's it's actually really good. I'll send it to you so you can see it. But yeah, yeah I was going to say, I mean, you kind of answered it. But damn, how do you juggle everything? Like, I mean, I know you put you put everything like piece by piece, like everything has mm -hmm. its own like category or lane. Mm -hmm. But it's like, how do you do all of these things? Like, you really are a superwoman to an extent. Wow, thank you for that. <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of people don't really see that side of me. They just see what I post. Mm -hmm. Um, I I take it one breath at a time because life is hard sometimes. Like sometimes I stay home all day because I just don't have the capacity to do anything. Um. And it was also harder when I was sub-teaching. I'm also a teacher. Mm -hmm. So with that, I would come home after school and then figure out, okay, I already devoted nine to five with this job, roughly. How can I use the rest of my time to maximize what I want to do, what I love? So I just, I do it. And I watch a lot of TV. So I just watch TV and just do the things as I'm watching it to get inspired. I'm also studying I'm a multitasker, so I guess that's the short end of it. That's a short answer. But um, I love to do what I love to do, and I'll do it by any means necessary. Also feel like I was um, disciplined from a young age, mm -hmm. and, like, time management was a crucial part of who I was. So I'm good with time management as well. My mama raised me like that. Shout out to you, Ma. <laughs> I could take a page out of your book. I do so many things, but my time management... I'm not even gonna lie, it's hard. I feel you, cause the social life—that's the biggest thing too. Like, uh, balance as well. Oh and yes, educators. If Johnny had five apples, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. That's Johnny, if Johnny if had five Johnny apples, had um, listen. So I go home and I'm just like, I ain't doing nothing, and, and I'm still in school too, like getting my masters. Oh. So that's a full time job in itself. It is. I'm just like, bro. Oh on the weekend, gosh. I'm not opening my books, nothing. My no. bag, my laptop, it stays in the corner. I'll revisit it Sunday night because you just, you can't sometimes. Yeah. You just got to take a, a moment to just. Sometimes we don't have the capacity to do it all. I was like, I looked at my assignment last summer and I was just like, how am I going to do this? It, 
<laughs> Nothing was happening. I said, I'm, I can't do it. But you got it done, though. No, I didn't. I didn't do it. I'm sorry. Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I did not do it that day. I couldn't. C's get degrees. I couldn't. No, I got an A. Oh, period. I just, I just came up with an excuse for my professor. I'm like, I'm sick. I'm sick. I didn't go to work the next day. I was like, I'm sick. Listen, I'm, you have not, to do what you have to do. Listen. You ever sent a fake PDF? Baby. Cannot disclose them, the information. Them fake yeah, PDF. Oh, I'm watching. graduated, so I don't. Nope. But listen, we got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sick. I'm like, I don't feel well. I called him on the phone. I called out. I'm sick. I was sick. I felt sick in the head. I'm like, I can't do this. I'm like, no. I'm like, but that day I just needed a, I needed a, men- I literally needed a mental day because yeah. I was going, 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 going. And my body was like. Prioritize your mental health because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you're not well enough to put your mask on first, you cannot help your neighbor put their mask on. Exactly. In a plane crash. So. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a great analogy. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Yeah, so. Uh, it's actually a question I wanted to ask earlier, but earlier, but we kind of drifted away from the topic. So going back to acting, uh, so it was a pretty, it's a two-part question that's pretty interesting to me when I thought about it. Mm-hmm. So if there was any role that you could play, like all time, what would it be? And my second part to the question, now, if there was a movie about you, who would you want to play you? Ooh, dang. <laughs> I want to do it all. Like, I really want to do it all, but... I'm not crazy, I promise. It could be but a movie, TV show, it could be anything. I have this urge to play like a psychopath, but like meets a narcissist. Oh. Like, I don't know if y'all seen um Idris Elba in that movie. No, I know a couple. Oh man. I think it's just so fascinating to just dive into that aspect of like, you know, mental health and try to reciprocate like what I'm what I'm seeing, what I research. But yeah, like a psychopath narcissist who is popular and like lovable everyone loves her but like when she closes her doors she's a whole nother person so she got like kidnapped victims in the basement like hi friends i'm home and (laughs) and then she's in the workplace and everyone loves her but it just goes to show you you don't know who people are unless they show you who they are i think that's fascinating so would you say like split yeah, like kind of like split. I actually never seen that movie, but I know, I know of, I know of it. Yeah, because I was, I, I was actually it. like asking, like, what role would you like have done? Oh, like, if you could replace them, whether you just oh. didn't like how the person did it, or you liked that role oh. so much, you wanted to be that character. Um, it's, it's anything on power. I love power. I love the power universe. Um, funny. Or? So stars in general are amazing, but. So I would say, so the most recent one was on P-Valley. They gave the character to Gail Bean. I wanted that character so bad. I was actually roulette? pinned for it. Roulette. roulette. I was supposed to be Roulette. I was on the phone with Katori and everything. And she was like, yeah, girl, we love you. Like, we're going to see you in the South in the pink real soon. But then Gail confirmed. I love the voice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Gail confirmed it. But it's okay, though. Now, I would um, love to see you down in the valley Oh, now. where the girls get naked. I would have been wilding. But everything happened for a reason because... At that time, I had to choose between Flatbush and the Pank, and they just chose chose for me. And the Lord, He already knew what He was doing. Right. But um, yeah. So that would be one character, as well as I think Lovey Lovey Simon. She played a character on Power, and I'd I'd want to be that easy. And who would I want to be me? Mm-hmm. Um, I bangs with.
Imani Lewis. She's younger than me, but she's like she. We have the same type of vibe. She's also on Flatbush. Shout out to Imani. Um, Which character is she? She plays Honor this season. Honor uh, episode two. The I, black I girl. Go I gotta go back. Yeah, she plays Honor. She's really dope. She's really dope. She also was on First Kill. Um, yeah, I definitely. She could. She could play me as well as. Who else from Brooklyn? Any anybody from Brooklyn? Look, but she's not. She's top. She's top one. No, I was say it could be like a legend too, if you want. A legend, a legend. But there's no legends that's like younger than me. Oh, Marseille, Marseille Martin. I love her. Marseille Martin. That's that's gonna be my friend. Um, yeah, I love Kiki Palmer too. But yeah, Marseille. That's gonna be. They, they gonna be, we gonna be friends. Y'all kind of got the same. <sighs> Did you see her on Nope? Yes. Yo, had me crack. Yo, up. <laughs> she was my favorite. I love her. Shout out to Kiki. <laughs> but that's just her. She's unapologetically her. And from a young age, watching her on Akila and the Bee, mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, she's a regular looking girl. Like, she's, she's like, the conventional black woman and that was the first time i ever saw that like she was us like she was the braids us. And everything the braids glasses. glasses pimples that stuck with me more like i said the acne i was like damn i don't gotta be perfect to do this let's let's go boy <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah i think that's it yeah yeah so through all our conversations we ever had about uh acting i always sense like the industry itself is pretty competitive so we actually had this discussion before and I thought it would be interesting to bring to the podcast. So mm-hmm. how how do you feel? And especially because you mm-hmm. spoke about Rennie earlier, mm-hmm. like I know he's actually into acting, mm-hmm. but how do you feel about social media influences and like people like that, that get into acting and kind of get bumped in because of mm-hmm. who they are? So I, what I love is I didn't know Lorenzo was popping when I met him. And so I love that he was in school. I feel like if you want to jack that you're some someone, put in the hours. Mm-hmm. Get in, get the education behind it. Don't just say you are something without, you know, paying homage, homage, homage. You know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but like, so people who are on social media and, you know, doing their skits and their acting, that's that's fine. I love that. Like, that's your creative outlet to express yourself. That's beautiful. However, if you've never been in an acting class or if you've never taken the time to read even an acting book, I feel like it's unfair to the people who did put in that time. And so sometimes people get roles because of the clout. And I'm, I believe Regina Carter said this best. She also had the clout. But she said, it doesn't matter about the clout. If your talent isn't matching, they do not care who you are. They don't need you in that room unless they, they're, they're there just for the clout. And so I feel like any good casting director will know and understand who's the real artist versus the people who just came up on social media or, you know what I'm saying, like Instagram models. I have a lot of producer friends and ghostwriter friends who tell me, like, it's it's just for show. Like, the talent sometimes is lacking. And that gives me hope that just keep going, keep working at your craft because you will be noticed you know Mm -hmm. forget that whole numbers game at the end of the day it's not that because if instagram decides to be sold to tiktok what you gonna do (laughs) oh okay yeah i was just about to say too it's easier for them to uh, fall off Mm -hmm. like i feel like like there's instagram comedians who they just do it to be funny like they probably don't have the expectation to someday be in a movie but it's like 
they might do so bad in that movie. Exactly. They don't get that chance again. They will never get that chance again versus somebody who's unknown and they do so well in this role. Casting director's like, please, we want to give you the, you don't even have to audition. And that's the thing. That's where I want to pivot. Because a lot of people are like, oh, you're not active on social media. That's fine. That's I'm fine. active in the rooms where it happened. Right. When there were no social media and think about all the actresses you just um, named and they have done 30, 40 plus years of work. Exactly. Like Cicely Tyson. Oh, I'm so sick. It's okay. I'm going to see her in heaven. Right. But I wanted God to meet her, her so bad. Soul, but like, she's a goat. She's a Yes. And she was still relevant. She is still relevant. To this, to this Can day. you imagine? It, take this slow. <laughs> slow and steady does win the race. That's so I don't care what nobody that. says. That is the name of my clothing brand. <laughs> Stop! Are you serious? Yes. Oh, I need to. We gonna tap in. We tap gonna talk. In. We gonna talk. That's the name I call the brand. Cause these days we live in such a fast paced society. Mm -hmm. No one takes the time. But like I said, the foundation has to be there. You could does. throw on some merch on set too. Huh? You say you could throw on some of the merch on set too. Absolutely. Networking Come on. Actually, like tap in because once you're on set, they love black businesses. They like yo yo yo. You know Thank anybody? You. Like it's like <laughs> they fiending for it because I got I got some pieces. Say that, say that. Coming we up. I, I got you. We're gonna, we're we gonna, gonna talk. Plug in. At the end of the day, we basically make up the entertainment industry yeah, at this point. We, we do. We are the industry. We are. Sports, Sports music, music yep. dance. Like, we just, we didn't realize our power, and there's power in numbers, and we didn't realize that until now. Exactly. We going up, and it's stuck. <laughs> and that's on. Brr, brr, brr. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love oh you. Oh my I god, I love you. This energy is really good. Like no, it is. And like when you were talking about when Fabrice was talking about your Instagram page and how it's all happy, I'm like, your spirit is so radiant. I it appreciate is. that. It really it's is. It's the God in me. <laughs> no, I feel like once you're a good person inside, don't get me wrong. We all have our days where we're not nice. Exactly. I have my days. Trust me. I have but a lot of days. But girl, we all have those we days. We cannot count. But I don't know. I just feel like being genuine and being a good human being because there's so many bad human beings. Mm -hmm. I just want to be that light because I know that sometimes I need that light. Right. And it's not always there. It's not. But I get it from the source and I could just share it with other people. But I appreciate that. A lot of people say I have an old soul and a spirit that's like really nice i guess you do <laughs> i appreciate that yeah so speak of social media too like you, you actually never gave us like oh i mean that's kind of my fault but uh you never told like you know the page name oh yes 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 things like that. so my business page is akin by Catherine, and my personal page is jawangela j-a-w-n-g-e-l-l-a you from philly I'm weird. <laughs> I'm not from Philly, but shout out to my Philly heads. I love my Philly people. But I remember, I don't know, I think my friend had John in the name. And that was around the time Creed came out. And I'm like, oh, John. And I'm like, I'm a John. So I used to call my Johns John. And, you know, I used to call myself John. And I'm like, okay, let's make something out of it. John Jilla. John Jilla. Oh, Josh is from Philly, too, actually. Yes, yeah. We, we had this discussion. Yes, yes, yes. A little bit outside of Philly, I remember. But, yeah. That's my IG. Follow it up. It's the Twitter, the same the same name. And just tap in and stay tuned because we going up. Up in the stuff. In the stuff. Leave. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, any final remarks you want to make for any upcoming actresses, entrepreneurs, uh, artists, any anybody in your field, really? 
my biggest piece of advice, honestly, when the road gets hard, always look up always keep yourself centered and grounded in whatever gives you hope whether that's god whether that's your spirituality just find that peace so that you can be the best self that you can be so that when you are at the tables or when you have that opportunity that preparation meets the opportunity and you're prepared to excel and just do what you what you were born to do what you were destined to do I could go on and on about advice, but that's I think that's my biggest piece of advice. And try to show love whenever right. you can. Spread love. Because it'll all come back to you. Karma's a real thing. And that bitch is a bitch. So, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. my biggest piece of advice. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I agree. I love it. Yeah. But it was so great having you. Thank you, you so much yes. for having me, guys. I feel like I made a new friend today. Yes, baby. I felt like you made a friend. <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like I knew you for so long, but I, I just know, met you. Right? I made a new friend today. I love Yo, it. My new friend. Listen, <laughs> tap in, cause come on now, we need a show. No, yeah. we need our own show. <laughs> oh wow, just, just forget no, about kidding, me. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Right, if I'd I love see to Mike come up back. there, I'm gonna show up the next episode. Just know. Lord, don't give me a talk show. <laughs> I mean, these people what they want. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's the goal though. Yeah. Eventually, become Oprah and free. Shoot, Oprah, if you need a mentee, call it talks with Tay. <laughs> talks with Tay. Oh, I oh. like that. Oh. I like that. Tay AK. Tay AK. That was yo. That was gonna be my little um, rap name, Akato, or something with AK like. <laughs> Tornado. <laughs> I had a bar a and everything. <laughs> Yo. But no, I still want to do drill. I, I already told you I want to do drill. That's good. Baby steps. You start twirling. <laughs> but like gospel drill. But listen, 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 listen. Oh, listen. gospel drill. Don't gonna knock be lit. it. Don't knock no, it. No, no, no. Trust me. No. They not me. Now I heard this gospel <laughs> rap song. I seen the Kirk Franklin. Fire, one. right? Like people keep remixing that Kirk Franklin song. Yeah. Kirk Franklin is a thug. I don't care what nobody's saying. <laughs> Yeah, me and Kirk, we beefing. I don't like how he spoke to his son. I don't care how out of pocket your son get. At the end of the day, Kirk Franklin is a black father. <laughs> but he has to go. You heard the whole conversation? You ever push your parents' buttons to the point? Listen, I know y'all. I push my parents' buttons a, a couple of times. A couple of times. And they had that exact same reaction. Okay. We love Kirk. All right, all right Kirk. All his, right. his son was wilding. What did his son do? He did. I th his son did something crazy and oh. was trying to get the media involved. Oh, I that's think. what it is. Okay, okay, okay. But whatever it was, it was out of pocket. You know what lines to cross with your parents, and apparently he crossed that line with his. Got you. So what do you think? We, then he recorded the phone conversation, he and then did. like, come on, we wasn't supposed to know that conversation even that's happened. That's true. That's true. You right. You right. Yeah. You right. <laughs> all right. All right, Kirk. Yeah, I'm gonna forgive. <laughs> you never know. I we might Kirk even Franklin. get Kirk up here one day. Right. If we get goal. Kirk Franklin up here, it's like, oh, <laughs> sick and tired of the church. No, I'm, I'm like, come on, revolution. <laughs> I want it. I want it. <laughs> yeah. So, you all got to, a chance to see what's cooking with Angela Catherine. Make sure you go show us some love on all social media platforms. Go stream her. Or her latest single because by then she'll probably have a new single out make sure you go run the videos up too make sure you run up her episodes as well and make sure you like comment and subscribe on this video and well, to this channel as well and share as well right big big part of our channel growing is through networking so we definitely appreciate everything that y'all do for us and we're out bye guys what's cooking 
Well, it's cooking good looking.